the Broncos Blitz podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome in, Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R O N N I E letter K Radio on Twitter. We're today on the podcast. Hey, Broncos made a lot of changes. Ch 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 changes. Turn and see the new roster. Oh, please don't leave the podcast. I swear, <laughs> I won't do it again. Uh, Broncos got a new practice squad. They got a new fifty-three. They got a new kick returner, punt returner, all that jazz. We'll discuss that today on the podcast. But first, our friends over there at Pro Football Focus, where I tell you what, if you're like me, you're a fantasy player, prepare to win this season with PFF Fantasy. Here's the deal. PFF offers the most in-depth stats and analysis to give you a massive edge over your competition. Use the data-driven data-driven projections and matchup tools to find the best breakout players. And, well, I tell you what, expert rankings all season long from Jeff Radcliffe. And here's the thing. PFF Analytics, use it to optimize every draft pick, trade offer, DFS lineup. Sign up at Pro Football Focus. That's PFF.com. And use the promo code PFF25 to save not one, not not two, not three, not four. How about 25%? Huge number. PFF25 to save 25% off your order. Are you a high-stakes player? Well... PFF Elite, that's my place, man. I tell you what, you can access the Green Line game picks for NFL and college games. Green Line shows you which picks have the highest confidence to beat the spread, money line, and over under. Join PFF today. Prepare to win. PFF.com. Use the promo code PFF25 to save 25% off your order. All right, Broncos, they finish up preseason Monday night. They will be in action finally in the regular season. Let's start. Let's rewind, okay? Let's rewind back to uh, Saturday, okay? Or actually, let's go all the way back to Friday, okay? Reacting to the post game, where we all said, at least I said, okay, that this roster looked pretty much in... Uh, I don't think there's going to be a lot of surprises. I don't think you're going to see players cut that, you know, blow your mind or anything like that. You know, you're, I think they're going to be fairly conservative. They're going to keep the guys who they know uh, at least did the job, and then they're going to move forward. And then you got to Saturday and Saturday morning, and then you heard of the news of the release of River Craycraft and that he was not coming back. You saw the release of Kalfani Muhammad. You uh, saw the IR news from Drew Locke, Jake Butt. Um, and and, and it, it, it began to get a little confusing to me, and I'll come back to some of this. It, it began to, to become a little confusing to me because some of this I just don't get. I just don't get. They bring some of these guys back when it comes to the practice squad, and that's why I said I want to get back to this because uh, a guy particularly that I thought should have made the roster in Kalfani Muhammad, he does end up making the practice squad along with Jake Rogers, Brett Rippon, Deion Sizer, Josh Watson, Tyler Jones, Elijah Holder, Amon Gooden, Fred Brown, and Quinn Bailey. So the names I think that most of you are going to recognize are downtown Fred Brown, Califani Muhammad, Jake Rogers, Brett Rippon, and then, of course, the CSU product in Josh Watson. 
so I, I'm not bothered so much by the practice squad. You know, it's a good looking practice squad. It's actually got some talent on it. And I think they really wanted to try to stash Muhammad as well as Rippin and Watson on the practice squad. They end up getting the opportunity to do so. Makes a lot of sense, right? Now we go to the active roster. Uh, Drew Locke in the finger issue. You know, it's funny because when they released Kevin Hogan, we all kind of thought, okay, well, maybe Drew Locke is just closer than people expected. Or option two in this scenario, he's not close at all, and Denver's just going with a whole new backup. And that whole new backup ends up being Brandon Allen, the uh, former quarterback of the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, obviously played under McVay or, or practice under McVay, if you want to consider that more accurate. A guy who, look, underwhelming, is is not going to come in by any means and be the starter or anything like that. This is very much just a stopgap situation, I believe, for the Denver Broncos in Brandon Allen. But that being said, here's the deal. Brandon Allen is your backup. Okay, So in the event where, again, God forbid, uh, they have to trot Brandon Allen out there to actually play meaningful football games because of an injury to, uh, you know, Joe Flacco or something were to happen, then all of a sudden Brandon Allen, who uh, has not thrown a pass to a Bronco yet, uh, has no experience, and they're going to count on him to be your backup when you have the opportunity to just throw Kevin Hogan out there. Look, I don't expect much from Brandon Allen. I don't expect much from Kevin Hogan. Either or, but I think I would rather have the guy that has a little bit more experience or um, familiarity with the guys that he's throwing the football to, and he's not gonna. We're not gonna see that in Brendan Allen. Now again, it, this is just a backup situation. Okay, uh, Brendan Allen was uh, played college in Arkansas. This is a guy who's. 6-2, um, runs a 4-8-40. He's, he's kind of mobile, I suppose. A guy in Arkansas who was not anything special by any means. He, he progressively got better, and so thus you started to see him, uh, as a project, have a little bit of luster. He was drafted by the Jaguars in the sixth round back in 2016, uh, signed a small little deal, and then basically in his rookie season was the backup to Blake Bortles, and if you remember Chad Henney at the time, he ended up getting uh, waived and claimed off waivers by the Rams to back up uh, Jared Goff, Sean Mannon as the third-string guy. He eventually was placed on IR, and back in 2017 was waived by the Rams, re-signed to the practice squad, signed as a reserve contract, and then was finally released last year, and then obviously was claimed by Denver. This guy has, uh, everybody wants to pep him up because this is a guy who, uh, look, he's a little bit more familiar with the playbook because it's a little bit more geared towards the Shanahan system or yada, 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 whatever may be the case. Look, he's going to get a crash course on this, and he's going to have to catch up really, really quick because he is now the backup. And I just, I, I guess I don't get it. Um, you know, maybe I don't harp on it too much, because I have more of a problem at the returner position. And let's be honest, I think when it comes down to it, if Joe Flacco goes down, as we've talked about in the past, they're done for. 
they're done for this Broncos team. Um, certainly they're going to have problems. It is the Broncos Blitz podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K radio. That's at R O N N I E letter K radio on Twitter, where uh, of course, always chatting about the Broncos. You can find archives at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. I want to get to this returner position. I'm really bothered, really bothered by what the Broncos did at returner and River Craycraft. We'll talk about that next. Back at it with another Broncos Blitz podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R O N N I E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. So the Broncos end up going with, uh, well, I should say, we think they're going to go with uh, Deontay Spencer as their next returner, a guy who played in the CFL. No, no NFL experience. This is a guy who's going to be um, fresh out. Deontay Spencer. Uh, going to uh, yesterday at practice, he wowed everybody because he caught 10 straight, uh, nine straight punts. Uh, I guess that's a good deal. He uh, ends up being a uh, wide receiver claimed off waivers for the Broncos. And if you are Denver, you took them, you took basically somebody who was an unknown. Uh, he previously played for the Steelers, who was among roster cuts. And Look, I guess in three preseason games, he 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 looked okay for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but this is a guy who really did most of his work in the CFL. Twenty-seven years old, he's a five-eight, hundred sixty-three, kind of small jitterbug guy. Like, and uh, look, this is somebody who made an impact with the Toronto Argonauts, the Ottawa Red Blacks. Tried to make a career in the NFL, and he's going to get an opportunity as a Denver Bronco, but the NFL is just such a step up from the CFL. And again, one of those situations where you took an unknown, and I'm going to use that word a lot, unknown, because we don't know what Deontay Spencer is. He is a unknown, and you cut somebody who was proven or at least did his job. And it's funny because Vic Fangio's big deal in... All of this, the sticky words that he started with that really kind of became the motto or his little, you know, cloud that hung over his regime to start is death by inches. We don't want death by inches. Well, River Craycraft is a perfect example of somebody who did not allow death by inches to come into play. And this is why he was listed as one of the better returners on that Broncos death chart. And this is somebody who did not muff a punt last year. Did not muff a putt in preseason. And look, I get it. River Craycraft is not going to make any plays. He's not going to bring you any 50, 60-yard touchdown to the house call returns. This is also a guy who did not drop the football, though, too. And this is a, a Denver team that had issues with dropping the football. And now you bring in a guy who is just an unknown. Complete unknown. Don't know if this guy can play. He's recorded 1,000-yard seasons before. Uh, he's been an all-star for the CFL. Uh, two years as an East All-Star, uh, one year as a CFL All-Star, which was back in 2018 last year. But again, a major step up. This guy may end up being a player, okay? And sure, he turned out to be a pretty solid uh, signing, or at least uh, pickup for the Pittsburgh Steelers in their three preseason games. But obviously, they didn't think highly enough of him to keep him on the roster. So they end up waiving him. 
Denver claims him, and now you're choosing the unknown over the proven commodity. And again, maybe a little bit conservative in River Craycraft, but the proven guy nonetheless. And I just, I, I wonder if that was the right decision. I really wonder because, man, this is a Denver team that they do not want to lose a turnover battle. That is, that is going to end up becoming the big discussion that we're going to talk about moving forward on this team is that if they lose a turnover battle, they are going to lose the game. Now, I get it. That's probably kind of a common sense thing to say and that you know there's going to be a lot of times where you know that's pretty obvious but this is a team where I think they're going to have to win the turnover battle every single week I don't know if at a push or at a minus they can win any of those games sometimes you can steal those games you know some of those turnovers that that interception it ends up turning out to be basically just a long punt or it really didn't matter in in the broad spectrum scope of things but this is a Denver team that if they start muffing punts or, um, you know, he catches a, a fair catch at the three-yard line, social media is going to blow up on this guy. And maybe unfairly because he's the guy who replaced a guy who was proven and at least caught the football. We'll see. We'll see how Denver goes with this. But I will say this. Uh, Tom McMahon is a guy that we have talked about in the past. And I am not sure I am super confident. I am not uber confident in the evaluation of Tom McMahon right now because this is a guy who lives and dies, is a ride-or-die guy on Colby Wadman, who has been quite underwhelming in preseason, as we've talked about in training camp as well, too, shanking punts into the friends and family tent. They had to bring in Justin Vogel to try to push him a little bit more. He had some shanks that were back in preseason. Be very careful about this situation, uh, and really one of those where we're handling with care, uh, because if this is a Denver team that all of a sudden starts to see issues at the returner position, this is going to backfire in their face big time. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast presented by our friends over there at TAP 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap and 100 Colorado Distilled Spirits. You can be sure to check out all their good stuff, the menu, the terrific pictures, the location over there at tap14.com. Spell out the word 14 for me. That's tap14.com. Other than that, the Broncos roster looked relatively, I don't know if correct is the best word to use, Uh, still a bit bothered by, I just, I don't know what they see in Devontae Booker. And I get it, pass protection is a big deal, but I also need somebody who makes some plays on the offensive side of the football and Kalfani Muhammad, who is on the practice squad. And look, I think it was most ideal that you tried to slip him onto the practice squad so that you can dive into that at some point this year if need be. But I just don't know what Devontae Booker's given you. I really don't. This is a guy who uh, it's taken three years, three years. I can't remember one play outside of the guy where he jumped over and what was it, the Oakland game? When Garrett Bowles was called for holding, I just don't know what you see in Garrett Bowles before it's, or uh, excuse me, in uh, Devontae Booker, although we should probably talk about Garrett Bowles at some point too. Um, I just don't know what you see in Devontae Booker. That's like, man, we got to keep this guy on the roster. And uh, look, Kalfani Muhammad, he looked pretty darn good in preseason, and obviously they saw that as well too. They bring him back for the practice squad. Uh, the only other thing I noted was that the Denver Broncos have some depth, depth issues at the offensive line. And we'll see how this progresses because they really don't have a tried-and-true 
backup offensive lineman outside of Elijah Wilkinson. Okay, This is a Denver Broncos team that, if they were to run into issues on the offensive line, it could be devastating. So um, that is going to be something to watch as, uh, look, they, I think they probably made all the right decisions. I actually liked Sam Jones quite a bit, who ended up leaving Denver. Uh, but this could, this could come back to rear its ugly head. We'll see what happens as, obviously, Denver gets ready for Oakland Monday night. Uh, certainly, potentially, three of their new players and their roster additions could be making immediate impacts for this team as they bring back old friend Corey Nelson, uh, and uh, obviously with the Denver Broncos having uh, some linebacker situations that they're dealing with, he is going to play a big role, uh, bringing back Corey Nelson, Keyshawn Beria, who made a uh, nice little play in that previous preseason game. Of course, the goal line stop. Look, had some up and downs, but uh, Beria, i like to see him back, and, and certainly somebody they could stick on that 53-man roster and maybe make some plays for you here and there. And then Devonta Harris as well, too, a cornerback to give him a little bit more depth. Those corresponding moves also, as uh, they also added Califani Muhammad also to the practice squad as well, were the three going to IR, which of course were Jake Butt, Drew Locke, and... Um, uh, Theo Reddick. And so, uh, look, this is going to be one of those uh, transactions that I think flies under the radar for the most part, but certainly interesting to note because if Corey Nelson all of a sudden starts making plays for you, now you're going to see, well, you know what? Credit to that Broncos team for adding a potential piece late, late, late into free agency. Again, this was done on Monday, so early Monday could be making an impact on them, even though most of the flurry of moves were on Friday and Saturday, of course, as the weekend progressed. So it's the Broncos Blitz podcast, our daily podcast with Mile High Sports. Of course, we encourage you to go on over there to MileHighSports.com, read up on the Broncos and some of the roster moves, the guys who made the roster, guys who missed the roster, guys who the Broncos should have targeted, maybe who didn't make the roster elsewhere. You can find all that info at MileHighSports.com. And, of course, I'll be tweeting about the Broncos and talking about the Broncos on the radio show. Let's start with the Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. And, of course, the radio show, 7 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, every single day, Monday through Friday, on Mile High Sports. You can stream that show at MileHighSports.com. Again, 7 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on MileHighSports.com. As we are always talking about the Broncos and... Well, keeping you updated on the latest going around on this team. Overall, a pretty interesting time for this preseason training camp uh, first quarter cluster, if you will. I like to think the, the NFL season is divided up when it comes to actually playing on the field in three little sectors. One of them is training camp preseason, the second obviously being the regular season, and the third being the postseason. And now that we're one-third through that little sector, finally... Football is here. It is going to be nice to finally actually see football that matters starting, of course, Thursday on the field with the Bears and the Packers. And then, of course, Monday night for the Broncos finishing up week number one should be interesting. Of course, we'll keep it updated on the Broncos Blitz podcast. You can find us at MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com for archives and news on the Broncos. You can follow us on the mobile app. That's free for Apple and Android. Download the MileHighSports mobile app free for Apple and Android and of course always streaming live and previous archives of this podcast we're all done thanks for tuning in to the latest Broncos Blitz podcast podcast from Mile High Sports you can find more info at milehighsports.com that's milehighsports.com
www.thepeakshow.com. See you, y'all.